0: How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? It's Mike Bouchard, host of Night Stalker podcast episodes. This is going to be episode number 10, Freedom of Information Act, Hiding the Truth. The title may seem a little, may seem in opposition. Why would I say the Freedom of Information Act uh, is Hiding the Truth? Well, for anybody that has attempted to file a Freedom of Information Act request finds that, in most cases, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, and I'm just going after these two right now, and the National Park Service seem to think that they have no responsibility over uh, to be in compliance with the 1966 and the 2000 version of the Freedom of Information Act. Uh, They use the term, uh, the exemption rule, uh, which is is bogus? It's it's fake, and that's how that's how they work. But let me read you here. This is what the, the Freedom of Information Act.gov says: the basic function of the Freedom of Information Act is to ensure informed citizens, vital to fu- the functioning of a democratic society. Well, one that sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me because I mean, you know. It, it, there's a lot of words, but it, it doesn't really make any sense. I mean, I don't know where they, who wrote this thing, but uh, English class might be something you might want to look forward to down the road somewhere. And I've run into you know issues with it. My Dave Pilatus has run into issues with it. Micah Hanks has run into issues with it, especially with the Dennis Martin case, the Dennis Lloyd Martin case. Dennis Lloyd Martin was a 17 seven-year-old boy who disappeared in the uh, Great Smoky Mountain National Park on June 14th of 1969, about 53 years ago, 54 years ago, give or take. The all law enforcement agencies involved, including, including both the National Park Service and the FBI, deemed the case as a lost person uh, it wasn't deemed an abduction, an attempt at abduction, which would have been criminal, uh, missing. You may have may have been on a border of a criminal aspect or an investigation. However, it was deemed a lost child. So uh, basically what I'm trying to tell you is that there was no criminal aspect to the case. Uh, and therefore the record shouldn't be held as though they were involved in a criminal case. And this is what the FBI is doing under this exe- exemption rule. Uh, I'm just going to read. I st- I actually have filed 15 requests for the same damn report starting back March 11, 2016. Well, let me just read you... One that I, I I just threw in here just for shits and giggles here. And this was an earlier one, but you'll, you'll kind of get the idea once, once you hear it. My FOI request for the 147-page report completed by the FBI, including photographs and case jacket documents collected by the FBI during the investigation, have been denied three times without merit. Basically, they don't have a foot to stand on is what I'm trying to tell them. The Federal Bureau of Investigation has denied my Freedom of Information Act request on three occasions by shielding themselves with the exemption rule, which they have not proven. They haven't proven anything, even falls on the exemption rule. The case was determined a lost person with no criminal aspect The Freedom of Information was reviewed and denied by a civilian clerk with no law enforcement experience or knowledge of the case. Basically, you have some stem whacker desk jockey up there, you know, has no clue about the cases, has no background in law enforcement, shuffling papers around, and these are the people deciding who's who's getting what and who, or who's not getting what. And it's just easier because of their lack of knowledge uh, to they stamp everything in the exemption rule the Federal Bureau of Investigation has not provided a certified witness to support their claims of the exemption rule for each of the documents or photographs I requested basically what that means is there is no one there at the FBI to provide a logistical reason why any of the documents or any of the paperwork I've requested would be detrimental if I got a copy of it. There, there is no active case. There hasn't been an active case for 54 years. The case is, At this time, the case is now 51 years old. At this point, the Federal Bureau of Investigation has failed to prove that any uh, prospective law enforcement action will be taken, that any law enforcement action is in progress, Release of the requested documentation or photographs would pre- prejudice or jeopardize any law enforcement action. Of course, it's not going to it's not going to do any of those three things because one, you don't have uh, a person of interest. You don't have it listed as a criminal, as a crime, and with that nature, you do not plan on ever making an arrest or investigating the case. Therefore, your exemption rule does not apply here. Kind of simple. Nor have they been uh, been any viable leads in the case after the initial investigation. Basically, that's as simple as it is. There have has been no attempt to update, follow up the report make an arrest, bring in new evidence, nothing. They have provided nothing, and therefore the exemption rule does not apply. Um, The mere fact of an investigation by a law enforcement agency is not a pivotal fact to support the exemption rule. Well, just because the FBI holds files, it doesn't mean the file they're holding is active. It just means you're holding the file. The Federal Bureau of Investigation has failed to provide proof that after 53 years, the case is upright for any prosecution, nor has any uh, potential suspect been identified. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is merely using the exempt rule withholding records, not because of a prospective law enforcement action will be taken, but rather the hopes that such action or um, such action will dissuade the public. And basically that's what they're doing. The mere concern of personal demographics within documents does not support the exemption rule. Simply, why? why is that? Because the case is 54 years old as of now. Everyone that was involved in the case that was living at the time of my interviews I have their personal information, first, last name, date of birth, where they lived, what the telephone numbers were, and what they ate the day before. So there's no personal demographics in here that I don't know. So at least to me, the exemption rule doesn't apply because I already know all this stuff. Um, The Federal Bureau of Investigation has failed to support the denial of the records, but instead responded in a vague and unsubstantial claim of exemption rules, which inherently blocks the spirit of the Freedom of Information Act, both in 1966 and the Freedom of Information Act of in 2000, which Obama signed, which requires which requires them to provide this documentation, and they're they're not doing it. So. Inherently what that means is the Federal Bureau of Investigation, one is probably not even looking at the requests when they come in. They're just stamping an exemption rule because they're too fucking lazy to, to actually do the right thing. And I found that, you know, it's funny, but out of most of the government agencies that I have worked with in my 35 years, they would be the least ones I would trust with any information. Um, quite simply, if this is such a big issue, to give me a 147-page document of something that happened 54 years ago, no criminal aspect, uh, what else are you hiding? What else are you hiding from the public? The public has a right to know. And, you know, the it, it's... you know, uh, talk about hypocrisy, the Federal Bureau of Investigation will come and arrest you for all kind of federal offenses, you know, tax evasion, this, that, and the other thing. However, in essence, they're, they're allowed to break federal rules themselves by not providing information that the that the federal statutes say they are required to provide us. So, um, so I guess my next venture is to I'm going to send them number 15. However, this time I'm not going. To, I'm going to play dirty ball a little bit. I'm going to look at some other agencies within their agencies, which believe me, they're not going to want to. They're not going to want to be open to my mouth on a podcast. Uh, and I and I will open my mouth and I will I will uh, throw them under a bus per se you know I mean it's just it's, it's it's ridiculous I'm just looking for this information so I can add additional information to the some of the research I've already done the the public deserves to know and as one gentleman said to me you know when the FBI does this, it throws off the whole optics of ever-solving crimes. Because, think about it this way, there's a lot of people out there that still may know, may have known what happened to Dennis Martin, uh, Stacy Iris, and a whole bunch of other missing people. However, Law enforcement agencies are short of money, short-staffed. They have a lot of cases. They can't work on individual cases because missing people, cases only are based on solvability factors. Uh, So why not let the civilian entity who has time, who has resources, who has knowledge to dig into files and stuff like that? You know, it, it, it has to come to the point where uh, your egotism your your agency's egotism has to leave, leave the investigation because you know I get it you know cops don't like other cops solving their crimes for them because it's a you know look at me type of thing when a case is solved I understand it however uh, cases like this is very detrimental because you know the public the public that itself, solves a lot of crimes. Although police will never acknowledge that, but that's the truth. I, I know that. I've seen it over the 35 years. And this type of response to requests for, uh, you know, basically, you know, a, a narrative report that has no criminal aspect in it. Yeah, so you may have thought this, you know, even if the report says, yeah, well, we think this guy did it. We think that guy did it. In 54 years of it, there was actually enough probable cause for an arrest a warrant would have been issued, somebody would have been arrested. So at this point in time, they don't have any fresh information uh, to support an arrest. They don't have any fresh leads to support an arrest. They don't have a reliable witness that's providing information or CI to provide providing information to make an arrest. So the case is stagnant. It's not open, and it needs to be looked into by some somebody else. Now, what I'm looking for, if there's anybody out there, I want to start some type of petition so that by federal mandate, it is required after 20 years, (coughs) if a case has not been solved, or at least a, a suspect or a person of interest has not been identified, that the information provided in any report has to be provided to the public. Why not? I mean, I just, I just don't get it. So, after I get done, with, <clears throat> done with this podcast, I'm going to contact Micah Hanks, see if we can get something going. I'm going to send out my fifteenth request for the same uh, piece of paper I should have gotten five years ago. Plus, I'm going to send it to some other people that are, that are inside the FBI that have a lot of, a lot of juice that can give somebody a jab in the ass if they need it so I will see you in the next episode which is episode 11 and episode 11 is going to have to do with uh, FBI special agent uh, James Reich who played a big role in the uh, disappearance of Dennis Slade Martin in 19 in uh, June 14th of uh, 1969 uh, there were a lot of conspiracy theories around it. Uh, they pointed the finger at Reich for a lot of different things. <clears throat> and after doing complete um, investigation into it, and I was, I, I got lucky. I was able to talk a lot, a lot of family members who never talked to anybody before. Uh, it pretty much gets rid of all of the conspiracy theories involving Jim Reich, who for years people have tried... You know, he committed suicide in 1972. There was a lot of talk about it, a lot of bullshit about it. Uh, but I was given a real reason why that occurred. And it had nothing to, nothing to do. So, But if you look on, online, people are always trying to search for that information. Well, I have that information. So if you want that information, uh, my book is called uh, The Disappearance of uh, Dennis Lloyd Martin. You can find it on Amazon. My writer... My writer's name is Michael C. Bouchard, and I will see you in the next episode. So just remember when you're walking down through a dark parking lot, dark alley, or a dark street, you never know who's behind you.